Welcome to Tech on Deck podcast brought to you by Fidelity Investments. I'm your host, Maureen Olajars, CIO of Enterprise Software Engineering. And I'm Adam Ely, the head of digital products and engineering. Each episode takes listeners inside the walls of a fintech industry. Anything from cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, cloud and crypto, to the intersection of product and technology. Tech on Deck breaks down the topics top of mind for technologists today. Plus, we'll give you insight into the exciting and challenging careers in fintech. Welcome back to another episode of Tech on Deck. I'm Maureen Olajars, Head of Software Engineering at Fidelity. And I'm Adam Ely, and excited to let everyone know I have a new role here at Fidelity as the Head of Digital Products and Engineering. Okay, well, Adam, first, congratulations. And let's figure out in a future uh, episode of the podcast how we can spend some time learning more about the new role, the new team, and everything. Um, for now, what I'd like to do is introduce today's guests and give a hearty welcome to Alicia Spradlin, who is the head of enterprise infrastructure operations at Fidelity, and Keith Blizzard, head of production services at Fidelity. Alicia, Keith, welcome to our podcast. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Alicia Keith, if y'all could, why don't you give us and, and some of the listeners a little intro into your, your background. Tell us about yourself uh, a little bit. Maybe Alicia, we'll start with you. Great. Yeah. So um, I've been here at Fidelity for just over one year. Uh, I can't believe it. It's flown Congrats. by. My team uh, here at Fidelity, we support all of our internal IT uh, incidents. We work as the main point of contact for the organization. Um, from an in incident perspective and uh, from a technology standpoint, we work very, very closely with Keith's organization as we think about the environment and the tools and the processes that we use and uh, our paths cross on a daily basis. And Keith? And, and I'm Keith Lazard. I've been here just over uh, four and a half years. So uh, this year I'll hit my five-year anniversary at Fidelity. And as Alicia mentioned, we, we partner a lot together. I run what's called production services. And with that, our SRE uh, chapter and mindset. So for us, how do we take the resiliency, observability, automation on how we support all the applications across the firm? And so, you know, every day there's something different, you know, with respect to planned and unplanned events in the market. You know, our job is how do we build that muscle and all the different components from process technology in order to support all those planned and unplanned events. You know, I, I want to say, Alicia, I can't believe you've been here a year. I remember when you were interviewing. I remember when you started. And. Like, it feels like it was like last week. I, I, I'm like super surprised it's been a year. I'm glad it's been a good year with you, but I'm super surprised. Uh, so congratulations on crossing that one year. One year is always a big milestone. Thank you. And uh, Keith and Alicia, thank you both. We're really excited to dive into your experience at Fidelity. And the reason we had both of you is that between the two of you with the size and breadth of Fidelity and our businesses, you both cover, you know, one, a wide breadth of ground, but also really critical functions for the firm. So what I, what I thought would be helpful for our listeners is really just to, um, you know, dive into basically some of the things that you do. And we'll go through this in the podcast. But, you know, what are the skills that you look for, the culture, what kinds of things are important to you? And I guess what we also wanted to note was that, um, 
Tammy Gilbert, who is the CIO uh, for Enterprise Operations uh, and Infrastructure in Fidelity, was a previous guest on the podcast. So for anyone who's interested and you know really wants to hear more about how Fidelity does this, what we're thinking about, um, the kinds of skills, resources, and people that we're looking for, you know, please please go back and pull that one up. So Keith, I'll start with you. What does operations in resiliency mean to you and why is it so vital in the fintech industry today? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. So, you know, what keeps us motivated is how do we make sure we're always available for our customers? And you know, with our size and what we cover on a daily basis with all the different types of um, uh, customers we have, you know, with retail customers, our 401k business and and working with even uh, institutional clients on, on their daily activities, you know, for us to be able to manage um, and be available at all times. And, um, we have a lot of pride in ourselves in how do we engineer our way through that, right? It, it's got to go beyond just people and process, but building out advanced mechanisms for us to identify trends and signals. So that's what's happening across the ecosystem and then be able to respond appropriately really quickly, all with the one goal, which is ensuring we have the availability and resiliency for our clients to support their needs from a financial perspective. And so, you know, for us having that core of always being available, always being up, uh, it's a constant, you know, challenge for us to be able to look through that data and solve complicated and complex problems through code. And, and that's the mechanism we, we continue to push forward on. Keith, you just said always up, always available. I knocked on wood here in the office uh, to make sure you didn't jinx us. Yeah, I'll do the same. Yeah, we don't, you know, I just want to make sure we just didn't go down all of a sudden as soon as you said that. Um, but, you know, when I when I think about that and you, and you talk about, hey, we have to figure out how to um, always be up. We have to figure out how to do this. And, you know, obviously efficiencies and automation, all that kind of factors into it. You know, one of the topics that, that our listeners tend to enjoy and that's super hyped right now uh, and valuable is, is AI. So I'm curious, where does AI fit into your world and sort of your discussions of achieving all this for the firm and for our clients and, and our customers? Yeah, this is something that both Alicia and I, we spend a lot of time thinking about. Um, and there's a partnership, but we're also looking at a different lens, right? So for me, I look at it from a bottom up perspective. For each application, you're going to get signals and information that's coming through with you. And we have lots of applications across our ecosystem, but each of them be able to detect what is normal. And then when you hit above thresholds, above different anomalies and so forth, how do we detect that and then correlate to action, right? The goal here for all of this is we're going to know things are going to happen. Things are going to happen on the infrastructure. Things are going to happen with respect to the ecosystem, the applications themselves. Our job is to understand how do we pinpoint those signals back to automations and playbooks to be able to drive actions, hopefully without human involvement. Like that's the goal on all of this. Along the way, though, there's a lot of great capabilities that our CSP providers are, are, are enabling as well. So how do we tap into those, adopt them, and govern and control them so we all can benefit from that end-to-end -end capabilities that we could build but also leverage with our cloud providers? 
I love the call out there that you can build, but you can also consume from some of these providers. And I think some companies are very much in the build or only in the consumption. And it feels like there's a good model in between somewhere there. So that, that, that's amazing that y'all are thinking about that full landscape that uh, is offered to us. Uh, Alicia, I just want to go to you real quick um, uh, too, because I know Keith mentioned like that y'all are working together. So how does your world and kind of what you're working on fit together with the, the whole AI landscape as well? Like it's so big. Absolutely. Yeah. So so Keith mentioned the observability and, and taking all the insights and we do have them coming in from all these signals from whether it's a service provider or internal platforms. Uh, so our team's working really closely on that from a data aspect of, of what are the insights we're seeing? What can we predict inside of the organization when we think about incidents or uh, changes that are occurring? And how can we be more proactive? Again, as Keith said, at the end of the day, it, it's it's all about the customer and user experience and uh, making sure that we can understand and uh, know what those trends are. And then from, I, I think from just diagnosing something as well, we're, t we're taking those observability uh, actions and how we can do performance uh, analysis. We're doing those anomaly detections from a network perspective uh, and, and bringing in a whole landscape of, of new data from uh, network server and storage inside of our infrastructure. Amazing, amazing. So Alicia, if I build on what you've just been talking about with um, with Adam here and on what Keith said, as we take a look at this in the speed of which, you know, we don't want our customers telling us about our problems, right? Which is a lot of what you all are doing, right? Looking for patterns, looking for things, and then being able to, you know, predict, be able to change what we do, be able to automate it and, you know, get to the place where we actually know and we're preventing our customers don't even see it right? Whether it's a third party provider or an internal platform. So for all of that, then we bring it back to if we're talking about that involves talent. And so we'd like to move into that a little bit and, and just talk about, you know, how do you how do you and Keith how to in this space, given the importance of it and given the uh, the opportunity, right, the strategic opportunity that we have ahead of us, you know, how do you think about talent in this space? Yeah, so, you know, we talked about the technology, the breadth and depth that we have here at Fidelity. Um, it takes a wide range of skills. We're, we're constantly looking for people in an operation space who, who've got that. Uh, there's a great opportunity here in uh, enterprise operations as we, as we have the unique perspective as we're able to, to see across the entire landscape and the enterprise and engage with every piece of technology and teams from a skills and uh, tooling and so there's uh, there's great upskilling that, that's happening today as technology changes and the innovation happens, but then also career mobility. Uh, so we're we're continuing to evolve and make sure that our internal talent is continuing to grow, but then also making sure that we're bringing in new talent, new ideas uh, along the way. So those AI skills, uh, understanding the data analytics pieces, and bringing those into from an operations perspective. That's definitely what's happening for us too here in the world of fidelity. And what I've learned is the pace at which we move uh, when you think about the trade and, and how fast it is and what we're able to support. It's microseconds. Uh, it can be very, very complex in the amount of systems that this touches from a, a trading platform. So being able to operate at a very, very fast pace and having that inside of your talent pool. That's great. And if I just play on that a little bit and the curiosity, the willingness to continue to learn and evolve their skills. Um, and I know you've mentioned to us before, so I think it's something, you know, if there's anything else you want to add there, right, because it is all about growth. It's about that, you know, um, personal development 
as well as uh, as things evolve there. So either you or and or Keith, if you want to add anything there around how you're viewing that talent and you know what are what are the kinds of qualities. Yeah, I mean, I'll add to it a few key areas that we look at and, and who does well here, right? Like what is the type of person that comes in here and actually excels? It's um, to Alicia's point, someone who is comfortable with change, right? Mm. And the problems we have are super wicked complex. These, these aren't easy ones. <laughs> and, and so for us, you know, we're people who gravitate towards those really hard problems, you know, there's those opportunities here. There's those opportunities to dig down deep on analyzing information, determining different theories, and then building practices to try out and be able to go and, and learn as we go, right? You can't Google some of the stuff that we're talking about here. There's a very unique components with the expectations of performance and latency and availability. There's no way to be able to just pull that out. And so for people who, who wanna come here and make a difference by learning and building upon those skills and then trying out different components and then scaling, right? Part of the challenge for us, is we're a very large enterprise, lots of different opportunities to make little improvements. And then uh, as, as I've uh, talked to you many times, we're about amplify it across, right? And so people who are comfortable with sharing, uh, listening to each other, being able to build upon each other's where there's little pieces that we all can actually do together in order for us to collaborate and drive something that we all benefit from. So people that who want to work in that open collaborative technical space, you know, you have many, many opportunities to come in here and make a difference. And what's great about it, it becomes a motivation for the individuals where they see, hey, I did that. You know, even today, we, I had a, a monthly operation review with the team and and one of the coolest moments was someone said, hey, not only are we sharing this with you, you know, the whole team feels the success of this. They feel it, they see it, and they actually drive the change to motivate them to do the next step and the next step and the next step. And so that those are the people in particular that we, we see do well and really connect well across the ecosystem. So Keith, Alicia, y'all have some great answers. Um, y'all obviously came very prepared today, so I don't feel bad putting you on the spot with this next one with a harder question. So forgive me, but you feel like you're on top of your game. So I'll ask you the hard question. The new next. Y'all are talking about this emerging tech. You're talking about AI. You're talking about people who like hard problems. You're talking about people that are trying to evolve spaces, which means evolving themselves. Like. That's hard stuff for all of us as, as humans to do and, and to go after. So what's top of mind for you? What's that new next? Like if your teams are evolving both in their learnings and technologies or there's things they're going after, what is that new next thing that is, is that hard thing for us to, to tackle as a company for those technologists to really dive into? So I'll, I'll just open that up and see where y'all go. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Adam. Um, so we're continuing not only to want to challenge ourselves and our employees, but I think it's to, to make the best customer experience possible. So for us uh, internally inside of our team, it's it's really focused on that customer user experience, making sure we understand end to end across the entire enterprise. 
uh, with the amount of systems and services and products that we provide to our customers uh, and the complexity of those, making sure that, uh, that we understand that when you click this thing or this piece of technology or this piece moves or the, the client requests something that we fully understand from a landscape perspective, uh, what happens across our ecosystem and, and how, do we, how do we make sure that, uh, that we're providing the best service possible? Yeah, and, and with that, you know, some of the foundational components we th- that I think of with respect to it, uh, we've been talking about data a lot, right? And so, you know, uh, being uh, associated with cloud and SRE now for a while, um, I love data, right? The hard part is driving the insights. And so with a lot of the work that Alicia's team is driving with cluster analysis, signal detection, and so forth, that allows us to have theories, right? The idea and the effort now is taking those theories and then building them practices, both from a proactive and a reactive basis. So as we have all the signal, whether it's metrics, whether it's tracing, whether it's uh, different real user measurements and then synthetics, awesome. This gives you a trigger. But then what do you actually pull on the other end of it? And for us, with our complexity, um, our systems aren't isolated to themselves. There's, there's no little box associated with, you know, how do I log into our mobile app or how do I execute a trade? There are a number of microservices. And so the chain, the value chain, and be able to do orchestration across many different boxes and bring it together to achieve what Alicia mentioned of the customer experience and availability, like that's what's fun. That's what keeps me motivated. And each day we learn a little bit more. We learn a little bit more with respect to what's happening across the ecosystem, what signals we're getting from our cloud and and service providers themselves. And then how do we stitch all that together to solve this really complicated challenge and problem and so forth. So that's what keeps me uh, every day excited to come in and, and see what the day brings. I'm, I, look, I'm as both uh, an associate here and as a customer of Fidelity, I'm glad y'all are out there doing that because that's complex and hard. Um, so I'm glad somebody's watching all of that uh, and figuring out how to continue to evolve this space. Kudos to, kudos to y'all. That's amazing. So, so thanks for that. And as, as we, as we um, talk further here, um, one, of, one of the things that might be great to get into, if there's anything else you want to say on talent, what you're looking for, the continuous learning change, right? Connectedness of the ecosystem, right? You know, taking a look at, I, I like how you said value chain, right? You know, the customer value chain, the internal processes, things of that nature. Um, you know, one of the things that's interesting for Adam and I, uh, well, Adam hasn't been here that long either, you know, but I think, you know, if you're here five years or less, or, you know, maybe in Fidelity, people say, you know, if you're haven't been here for 10 years, you're still a baby. Um, but, you know, since you did come to Fidelity over the last couple of years, and as we think about the war on talent and, you know, trying to, you know, build talent from our college graduates, you know, bring in folks from, um, you know, we have several programs, you know, like the resume people who may have taken some time off, you know, so we have several programs internally, but, um, let's just talk about, you know, when you came here, what was your mindset? What did you hear? And what have you found since you've been here? You know, what sets, you know, does fidelity set itself apart? Um, and you know, how would you, how would you discuss that? Yes, I'd love to talk about that, Maureen, um, just being fairly new to the organization, as you said. Um, so when I think about, just through the interview process and what drew me to Fidelity. 
And it, it was really that culture as, as I went through the interview process, every single person I talked to was just incredibly passionate about the company and what they do and the services that they provide after coming inside to Fidelity. And uh, you can see it is evident in everything we do. We're, we're a customer first mentality and it's not just on the outside. It's not just how we, how we post on a website. We talk about it. Besides the culture and the technology that we have, I think it's a fantastic combination. And it, we have a platform that's very, very unique and uh, an opportunity to, to continue to grow skills uh, for yourselves and your employees. It's been, it's been just fantastic. We don't settle in this organization. We continue to push ourselves and, and make sure that we've got the best experience. I think that's great. So thank you. You touched on, you know, several different areas um, and, you know, love to hear from your perspective, you know, because there's always, you know, a different lens that you'd be able and we always say we appreciate new eyes, right? Like coming in and seeing the same processes, the same, the same ways of doing business. You have new eyes, you know, how can we change? How can we continue to get better? Uh, Keith, anything you'd add, you know, uh, to this conversation? I think Alicia hits a big part of it. You know, for me, there, there's kind of a few different um, categories that are really important to me uh, of where I work. Right? I, I've had a chance to work with consulting organizations, software companies, large enterprises, and Fidelity was the only one that hits three different buckets that I care about. One is the tech focus and the fact that we are constantly building and driving forward with technology. For me, from being a technologist for 25 years, it's, it's a lifeblood. I, and I love it. And I love to stay current and be part of a company pushing the innovation forward. Um, number two and number three are just as important, though, uh, to the people I get to work with. Um, uh, I do better when I have people I trust and I like and I want to be part of. And, you know, I have a, a distinct pleasure to work with these awesome individuals on this podcast and many others. You know, that means a lot to me, you know, because we spend so much time working and partnering together in order for us to accomplish the same goal. And to have people you know, you trust and you like is really important since we do spend the time doing this. Um, last, it, it kind of goes into what Alicia mentions, which is the culture aspect of it. And having a purpose or an ethos of why you're there is also important to me, too. Like, we realize how important this is for all the different people that rely on us for their financial health. And having that as part of the core and why you show up and why you swarm and do different things during different events, you know, that also is really important to me. So I know why I'm showing up every day. It's not just for, for an individual component, but, but for really just making sure you could try to do a difference in the lives of people. And so those three things are super hard to find. And Fidelity is my home because it has those three things. And I love showing up and I love the people I get a chance to work with. I should have just said Maureen. I could have just said because of Maureen. There you go. That's, that's all of our answers because of Maureen. That's it right there. Look, on, and on that happy note, you know, we're, we're coming close to the end of our time. So we want to make sure we, we have a little bit of a, a personal chat as well, a little fun fact time. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask both of you to, to share a fun fact about yourself, maybe something that would surprise our listeners, maybe something that surprised your coworkers, something that we don't know about you. Maureen and I have never heard about uh, the two of you. So, uh, Alicia, why don't you start? Surprise us. 
All right. Uh, fun fact. Um, so I grew up in the West Coast and uh, I'm an avid snowboarder. So I spent uh, I spent much of my youth in in uh, the California Sierra Nevada mountains uh, growing up. And uh, so I do love to, to get out and uh, enjoy some snow. I have not been out yet this year. We just got some some great snow I know up in the, the Colorados. Um, but for me personally as well, I, I'm incredibly passionate about DNI, uh, so especially around women in technology. So uh, I'm avid in the, the local DFW, working closely with uh, several partners and continuing to grow the women in technology. Dallas Fort Worth, DFW. Yeah, yeah. awesome. DFW. Thanks. Yeah, the snowboarding thing. I, I didn't know you grew up on the West Coast. Didn't know you were avid snowboarder. So uh, amazing. Dean, your your passion for DNI and working in the local community that I actually did know. But I, I'm surprised by the others. Keith, tell us something fun about you. Yeah. So, so for me, I'm part of that pickleball craze that's going across the country. <laughs> um, uh, I love it. I know it sounds weird and so forth, but it is such a fun time. And, and every Thursday, there's a, a bunch of us that we, we go out and play. And so anyone close to North Carolina and, and wants to, to pick up a game and, and talk a little about fidelity, you know, you know I'm here and so forth. Um, you know, other things, you know, I, I have three awesome kids and my son is at university, uh, UNC studying comp sci and math. And, and um, you know, I was lucky to be asked as, as a friend of mine to actually go and, and be a guest lecturer at a computer science program later this, this spring. So I'm super excited to go in and, and see the energy and tell the story of how awesome being in technology is as a career. I, I've loved it for the last 25 years. And and uh, to Alicia's point, you know, how do we share that with others so people can feel connected to this as as a really interesting and fun career for them? Awesome. Amazing. I've yet to try pickleball. Maureen, have you tried pickleball? I yet? have not tried pickleball. We can do it. Honestly, the four of us, we can do pairs. We, can, we got it. You know, just, just tell me when, Adam. Marine and I are out of the loop. Neither of us. <laughs> there you go. I'm a lefty too. I don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> I think it'll be great. I think it'll be awesome. There we go. Well, you know, Alicia Keith, uh, I want to thank you. And, 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 and I'm sure Marine, uh, we want to thank you for making the time. Uh, it sounds like y'all are really busy, both on uh, keeping things running and predicting what might go wrong and thinking about the future. So we're glad you could make the time today uh, for us and for, and for our listeners. Agreed. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for Tech on Deck. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you haven't yet, please give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Thank you to our listeners and recording studio and editors who make our episodes possible. To learn more about tech opportunities, head over to tech.fidelitycareers.com. See you next time.